All right, folks, we are speaking with right now, and Natisha, if you would tell everyone that's listening your name and how you have found yourself in the news. Uh, my name is Natisha. I'm the wife of Joshua Pavo. Um, and I get, I found myself in the news because of all this stuff that Josh has just done this past Friday. I'm in shock. We didn't expect that to happen. Um, but we knew he was capable of doing stuff like this. Um, this is one of the reasons why my son and I had a restraining order against him. How, and, how long have you ahead. been married to him, Natisha? Uh, we got married in 2007. So almost 18 years we've been together. And uh, we left Florida in 2021 at the end of um, October uh, to get away from him because we weren't safe. And we stayed with him because for so many different reasons, for retaliation, he would always threaten me if I left. I was scared for my life and I did what I had to do to buy my time. And finally, I went to school to get my certification as a medical assistant. And I secretly started saving money and planning my escape. So he knew we were going to leave, but um, he isolated us away from our family. So I had no support. He controlled everything, the money, our lives. How, how, How did he get to where he is now from what we saw play out? in East Providence, because it it seems as if this has been building for quite some time. Yes, we always had a volatile uh, relationship in marriage. We tried to make it work. I tried to, we, my son and me tried to get him into counseling to get him mental health. He always denied that. He always blamed everybody else for his problems and his issues. And I saw the signs of mental illness. I'm not a doctor. I can't diagnose, but we saw signs that he was mentally unhealthy and we just advised him to maybe go talk to a doctor or professional just to see. And, and he's been through a lot. I understand that we all go through a lot of things, but in this life, you make choices in this life. What what you want to do doesn't have to define who you are. Natisha, it sounds though, just this past year, you and your family have just been, living a nightmare with him stalking and harassing you and members of your family. Yes. Um, he, I mean, he shows up to my son, our son's school and, um, I, I have to reinstate the, um, restraining order. So it was right now he doesn't have a restraining order, but he, his son has confronted him and told him that he wants nothing to do with him. Our son is 18 years old. He can make that decision. I've always told our son, even though he tells the world that I keep his son away from him, that's absolutely not true. In fact, when I dropped the restraining order, my son was upset with me and said, why did you do that? And I was trying to reconcile and co-parent, but with a narcissist, you you can't. With somebody that mentally unwell, you can't co-parent with a person like that. There's no logic. And we just always, every day, lived in fear. And we still live in fear and we're not going to ever feel safe until he's in jail. And had he not been caught, I truly believe with all my heart, he would have made it to Maine and he would have ended my life, maybe the life of our son and then himself. Were you surprised to learn 
how many firearms and ammunition that he had. No, I knew he had them. He would hide them. And I kept saying as we're watching the news clips, he has more. He has them hidden. And I had a feeling he had them, some of them hidden in his girlfriend's house that he's dating now. He lies to everybody. He was lying to her. He's lying to me. She thinks that we were going to go through a divorce. We were going through a divorce. He filed a dismissal. So now I have to reinstate that divorce process. I've been trying to get a divorce from him for a while, but we're struggling financially. So, but I plan on refiling for that divorce soon. What can you tell us about violence he showed towards you when you were living in Florida? Anger, rage, always threatening me, always saying that, you know, I'm going to put a bullet in your head. He pulled a gun on me in Florida before we left. And I didn't know my son was in the other room and he saw his dad pull a gun on me. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, it's so traumatizing for you and your family. That stays with our son. That will never go away. Our son will always remember that. And no child should have to witness that. I didn't even know my son was in the other room and he saw his dad do that. Folks, again, we're speaking with Natisha Pavo, who, um, Natisha, I, um, there is something wrong with him. And he has now been brought up on more charges, but it must have been devastating when that you heard that the his bail had been lowered. That almost oh, then... we were devastated. My son was crying. We we were both crying. We were like, "Oh my goodness, this guy never is held accountable. He thinks he's above the law. He gets away with everything." For years, he was getting. I don't know how he was getting away with things, but he was doing things and committing crimes, and he was not getting caught. I mean. I wasn't there. I didn't witness it or anything like that, but I, I didn't know how he was getting away with all this stuff and finally it caught up to him. What, what so do you... I don't know what happened in East Providence, but I feel like his son not wanting to have anything to do with him and me wanting a divorce. And I think that might have pushed him over the edge. But I, I never, ever kept his son away from him. I let my son make that decision. Right now, Natisha, if you could talk to the judges that will decide whether or not he gets out, what what do you want to tell the judges in Rhode Island? I'm begging you on behalf of me, my son. Do not let him out of jail. He is a danger, not only to me and my son. He's a danger to everyone he's will encounter. He is not mentally sane to be walking around in society. People don't know our story. And I'm sorry for everyone that was involved. But there's other people's lives that he has tried to destroy and harm. And for people to feel safe, they need to keep him locked up. I feel um I feel just terrible how long you have had to live in fear of this monster that as you was constantly threatening the life of you and your family. I would be sleeping at night and I would get the sensation, you know how like when you feel like someone's watching you? Yes. 
I would, my son would fall asleep beside me when he was younger, and I would get that sensation on in a deep sleep that someone was watching me, and I would wake up, and he would be just staring at me, standing by my bed. I thought he was going to kill me when I'm in, when I'm sleeping. It got so bad that I had to lock the door to my son's bedroom upstairs, and he we stayed with his mom for a little while. His bedroom was downstairs. He would literally come through the house and have to go up through the laundry room up to our bedroom. We were on the opposite side of the house, and we had to lock the door at night <laughs> until we could leave. I, I felt like I couldn't sleep. I'm always looking over our shoulders. Even here in Maine, I'm thinking it's pitch black out here in the middle of the night. I'm looking around the corners. I don't know when he's going to get me. Is he going to get me at my work? Is he going to get me at my home? He doesn't know exactly where our address is, where we're living. We'd like to keep it that way. He knows the area. He just doesn't have our address. Hmm. And I I have to protect me and my son. Yes. And Natisha, it also, it also sounds as though... I mean, there's just, it's just someone you can't reason with. He's just no. so difficult and, and dangerous and violent. Yes, he is. He is. There was incidents where he would chase me to the kitchen one time. I forgot what we were arguing about. And he pulled a steak knife out on me, pinned me up against the, like, the counter with his hand around my throat. With the other hand, he had the blade to my throat. And his exact words were, I will stab you in your jugular, watch you die slowly as you bleed out. And I'll laugh about it. Oh, God. This is the kind of person mentality that he has. So I'm begging the judges, please do not let him out. My son and I just, we've been through so much. We've been through so much trauma. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's we under- can't deal with this anymore. Again, it's Natisha Fabio. And Natisha, unfortunately, has been dealing with this nightmare, folks, with the suspect, Joshua Pavio. Natisha, thank you for talking. We're going to make sure everyone knows about this. I will be in touch with you. Um, this you. has been very difficult, and it takes a lot of courage for you to do this. So, but... Um, everyone is thinking of you and your family and judges and law enforcement. They need to do the right thing. Keep him locked up uh, to keep yes. him safe and also so you can start to get some peace of mind. So, Natisha, I know this was not easy. I'm glad we spoke. We will talk again. But just know that people are thinking of you and your son. Thank you. Keep okay. us in your prayers. Okay. Thank you, Natisha. You're welcome. Okay. Bye-bye. Folks, again, that is the wife of that East Providence suspect, Josh Pavio. That is Natisha on the John DePietro Show.